Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stahl. All right, welcome to Legally Sound Smart Business. This is Nasser Pasha. And this is Matt Stop. Episode number 2929. Are we ready to go? I'm ready. So let's get to... Well, first, we have to talk about SNL. So it's recorded live and it's broadcasted live on the East Coast, but then with a little bit of a delay. Yeah, live on the East Coast. And then, you know, I hear on the West Coast, it's on at the same time, the 11.30 p.m., but it's obviously not the same as it is on the East Coast. And I think it even says that on the thing, says, you know, recorded live from a previous or taped, Uh, whatever it says, whatever that stuff is, but it is live on the East Coast. Okay, so I guess we can't call our podcast live because we're not broadcasting live on the East Coast and then we'll work on it later. We'll work on it. Later on. Okay, let's get to the story we have for today. And I like this one. So it deals with employees and vacation. There's a lot of interesting things in here about what your employees are really doing when they're on vacation. So vacation is supposed to be a time when you're not working. And I know, Nasser, when you go on vacations, you never work at all. That is not true. I just came from a vacation to uh, Costa Rica. And I think that was the first time I really unplugged, I don't know, for four years. I think all my vacations have been working vacations. But I mean, that's different, though. I mean, I, I think I'm in a different... Well, apparently to this article, I'm not different than anyone else, apparently. Yeah. And this also talks about... It was more focused on the employees of companies and dealing with supervisors. Yeah. But there's a lot of interesting numbers in here. And the first one... That really, let me rewind a little bit here. It's basically saying when employees go on vacation, they're still working. And we'll get to the numbers of that. No big surprise. But one of the first things it discusses is Americans only used 51% of their available vacation time in the last 12 months. Meaning they won't use all their time. Basically. Yeah, your vacation days accrue, but they're not even using the actual vacation days. So I guess that's not that surprising either. But Well, hold on though. I just found a loophole in that statistic because there are some states which once your vacation accrues, you can't lose it. So even if you do end up not using the actual vacation days, you still may be entitled to vacation pay. And so therefore, perhaps like some employers just pay them out as a bonus at the end of the year, which I know some of our clients do. Yeah. And so technically, the employees almost have an incentive not to take vacation days. Yeah, because you're still getting paid the money, but... You're not getting the break, which would be nice. And I think everyone needs some sort of break at some point, no matter who you are, in my opinion. But let me get into a little more of the numbers in here. And the, I'll, I'll just get to the one I thought that was the kind of the craziest, if I can find it. 20% of employees when they're on vacation said they were contacted by their boss. Now, this seems like a problem. Yeah, that, that's a problem. Because basically, if you're under the control of your employer, then you are considered to be in work time and so therefore working and so therefore not really vacation. And so probably a labor law violation in pretty much every state that I can think of. I think that's also a federal law. Yeah, exactly. Violation. And that's that's what I was getting to is that's the big issue there. But some of them say it was welcomed and you know, there's a lot of different numbers that are thrown around in this, but it, the, the bottom line is people really aren't, you know, they're on vacation in a sense, but not really taking vacation. And sometimes it's just helpful to I'll talk from an employer's perspective. If your employees go on vacation, let them go on vacation. Don't contact them. That's obvious advice. Oh, no doubt. And two, sometimes your employees just need that time to kind of think about something else and just kind of unwind from work. So I would say even encourage them to take the vacation time that they're entitled to. Now, 
maybe not all at the same time because then you get in trouble if all your employees are gone, but just encourage them at the right times because I think that in the long run will be better for them and for the company. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And I think when it comes to working on vacation, I I know some people that when they go on vacation, they're not going to respond to an email or a phone call. They completely unplug. I even have people or attorneys that when they leave the office, that's the case. I know an attorney that he doesn't have a smartphone. He's great with technology, but when he leaves the office, no one can contact him and he's not doing anything. So he kind of separates those worlds, which you know I can understand. That's I think from the older generation, that's pretty common. Yeah, and you're right. I've I've come across similar people too. It's once they leave the office, even for the day, they're gone, and you're not going to get anything from them, you know, until they get back the next day. So this is a little bit different with vacation. It's a level even higher. All right, let's get to our question of the day. Yeah, question of the day, and it actually relates similarly to. The, the article we had. One of my employees is working over 40 hours a week, even though I did not approve of this action. Do I still need to give them overtime pay? And this comes from a commercial real estate firm in California. Yeah, this is actually a classic lawsuit that a lot of big employers suffer, usually in a class action. And what will happen is that employees, they're told that, okay, you can't work overtime, but then they end up doing so anyway sometimes voluntarily, right? And so the problem is, what does the employer do? And the law is basically such that, yeah, you you have to pay overtime. If they worked, then you have to pay. Right. It's simple. It's pretty cut and dry there. I guess the thing you can do is you can discipline them. So let's say you tell them, hey, you can't work more than eight hours a day or 40 hours a week, but they do so anyways. You can discipline them at that point, but you still have to pay them that overtime pay for any hours they did work over those numbers. Yeah. And if it's a real problem, then you pay them out and you fire them and they're going to learn their lesson the hard way. But understand the concept here and why this is done this way is that as an employer, you have control of your employee. And so therefore, you have a duty to exercise that control. And the concept is that even if, and this is a federal law, and so this is going to supersede any kind of state law but all the state laws are similar as well anyway. Any kind of work, even if not requested, but actually done, is considered work time. And so the law assumes that you're going to be able to exercise control to have them stop working at the time that you want. And so it's something unavoidable. And I think if you act, like Matt said, I think if this is actual problem, then not only do you have to pay them overtime pay, but you're going to have to discipline them to make sure it doesn't happen again. Right. So my first job, I loved getting overtime pay. We got paid, I think, a a time and a half on, well, obviously for overtime. And then if you worked a holiday, you got a time and a half too. So if you worked overtime on a holiday, you're getting double your pay. So that was pretty awesome for a high school job. And keep in mind with that example Matt gave, it's obviously that's a company policy. We we already covered holiday pay, right? (laughs) That, you know, Just because it's a holiday doesn't mean you're entitled to overtime or double pay or whatever, but a lot of companies do that anyway. Yeah, that was just the policy within the company that later uh, shut down, went out of business less than a year after I started working there. Is that the pizza place, right? No, this was uh, like an agricultural goods type store. Shout out to Quality Farm and Fleet is what it was called. Okay. I was cashier. Well, I'm sure they had some ingredients for pizza <laughs> that they, that they uh, would have. Not uh, really. It's pizza related. The pizza place I ended up working for, I would go there for lunch on my lunch break all the time. So I guess that's where it started. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. There's still a pizza connection there. Always. 
can't get away from it. All right. I think that's our episode, episode number 29. Don't forget to keep sending in your questions at ask at lulisoundsmartbusiness.com or you can go to our website and uh, check out other past episodes as well as leaving a review on our iTunes account. Definitely. Yeah. Keep sending in those questions. We've had some really good ones recently. So we want to continue that trend. Yeah. I appreciate it. Okay. We'll have a good one. Yep. Keep it sound and keep it smart. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stop. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.